What is up? This is Ant from the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. Today is our first ever reboot. We are finally showing the world our new logo. We are still covering WWE, but we are also now breaking the fourth wall and covering All Elite Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, and much more. Stay in tune for that. But today's first Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast episode is going to continue on with the series that we have been doing called the Broken Skull Sessions. You can check out the archives for our Skull Sessions with The Undertaker and The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. However, this episode, Stone Cold Steve Austin is interviewing the man, the myth, the icon, Goldberg. And this is a very special episode because these two men were definitely the pillars of their brands in the 90s. Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course, was the man that sort of helped gain the eye to the era, the success that it had reached. And Goldberg was the man that propelled WCW to the stratosphere. So with that in mind, we are going to get right into a recap of the episode. And they start off how... Both Goldberg and Stone Cold Steve Austin, whenever they were in the airports, they would always get confused for each other. So someone would go up to Goldberg and say, hey, are you Stone Cold Steve Austin? And they both would get upset by this at first because, you know, they would, you know, just do that. And uh, they talked about how, you know, there could have been a dream match between Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Goldberg. And Austin believes that if Goldberg jumped over to WWE sooner, the match between them could have happened. Um, but Goldberg didn't feel like he belonged when he first went to WWE and he had a lot of trust issues. So Goldberg really loved football. Um, his only end game at the time in his high school was putting on a helmet as he been smashing others and he loves competition and he was just a big football fan. He was geared for football. Uh, he eventually got cut from the teams when he was part of the NFL and then he moved on to the Atlanta Falcons, where he competed for them. However, he got hurt in 1994. After the injury, he ended up lifting weights, where he eventually would meet up with Diamond Dallas Page. And he moved down to, you know, while he was in Georgia, he moved on down to the WCW Power Plant, which sort of is like a, um, almost like, you know, they have the NXT, the Performance Center. It's pretty much power plants where people perform and train to become wrestlers. And although Goldberg already played football, he really liked MMA. He thought it was different and cool. So he didn't really feel like he was different than anybody. And he was happy to work with Sergeant Craig Pittman, who is a former pro wrestler. And Goldberg would record himself while he was performing with Sergeant Craig Pittman. And he was watching himself train. And Goldberg trained for six months before actually competing for WCW. He did a dark match, and during the dark match, he wanted to be called Hybrid. And no one had a plan for him, and they basically fed people to him. There was no plan. And then Thursday, he was watching Gold Thunder when he found out that he would be fighting Hollywood Hogan on Nitro for the WCW title. So basically, we'll get there eventually, but WCW needed a homegrown guy to take on the heels, and Goldberg's style was different, and by the time you wanted more from Goldberg, he was gone. 
Goldberg wasn't someone who did long matches. He wanted to be different than anybody else, than everybody else. Uh, Stone Cold and Goldberg take a look at Goldberg's first match against Hugh Morris on Nitro. And Goldberg knew you can't go backwards. He had to set the stage. And he said that there were people who will like his work and those who won't because, you know, the type of wrestling that he does is different. He says that Bobby and helped Goldberg so much. Goldberg wanted to make Bobby be the guy, but WCW wanted the streak to remain in contact. So basically, Goldberg tells the story of how Bobby and him were fighting, and he didn't want Bobby to lose. He wanted Bobby to win, but WCW was like, no, you have to keep the streak intact. Uh, during the odd year, Goldberg and Stone's Dolphins were really invested in the, in the Monday Night Wars, and they did not like each other during that time period. And then they go over to July 6, 1998, when Goldberg defeats Highway Hulk Hogan to become the new WCW champion. Uh, he does not like Scott Hall, and the two did not get along. Hulk Hogan told Goldberg that they'll call the match in the ring, and Hogan had Icy Hot on his chest during the match, so Goldberg could barely see because of you know the Icy Hot and kind of put him in a move. It was hard to see. And he felt that the coolest, one of the coolest moments he had was when the Atlanta Falcons were in the arena that night and the Falcons wanted to be like him because his whole entire life, he wanted to be like the Atlanta Falcons. He wanted to be like the football guys. And now these football guys wanted to be like Goldberg. And he thought that was very cool. He wanted to be a superhero for kids again. And he felt very empowered to do that. But we are going to take, we're going to take a pause for a moment as we just let you guys know that the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast is going to be on a new level. And we are so excited. We Our first All Elite Wrestling show that we are going to cover is from the February 23rd edition. I will be there live in person. It's going to take place in my home state of Connecticut. So I'm excited for that. So stay tuned for more. Back to Goldberg. So Goldberg didn't analyze losing the the title to Kevin Nash because he felt like, you know, it's not it's not really a big deal to him. We then see footage of Goldberg breaking the limo windows, and Goldberg thought that Scott Hall was a piece of shit, and he thought that Scott Hall was in the limo, and the window wouldn't break. So live TV, he punches the hood and blood goes everywhere because Goldberg had obviously fucked up his hand. Goldberg wasn't disappointed losing the streak because it, he really wasn't losing. He, it was a storyline. He himself was not actually getting beat. When WCW went out of business, he was gone because he was making use of the Time Warner contract. Pretty much the contract said that you don't have to do anything and you know he could just make money doing nothing. And who wouldn't want to do that? He then ended up going to WWE, and he felt weird um, working for WWE. He didn't really like Triple H. Um, WrestleMania 20 was at Madison Square Garden, and everyone booed him. Brock Lesnar was mad by getting booed, and he was consumed by it because both men were eventually leaving the company shortly after. He met his wife, who was a stunt double in a movie that they were in after, w after he left WWE. And then... He had his son, Gage, who ended up becoming his number one priority. And then in 2016, Goldberg returned to Raw 
on October 17, 2016. And Goldberg says it's the first time the wrestling business saw the real Goldberg. He had his family on camera because he wanted his character to become vulnerable. Goldberg couldn't contain the same status as he did 20-something years ago, so he had to have a different element to his character. He Every time he goes out, he feels like he'll get booed. He's a pessimist, and he believes he has a responsibility to his family that came before him with his name to be the best that he can be. And Goldberg says if it wasn't for Paul Heyman, he wouldn't have even returned to WWE in 2016. He talks about how, he's, how it was crazy for him to defeat Brock Lesnar very quick at Survivor Series. Um, he laughs how everyone makes fun of him for being so sweaty, and he basically says that he pours water on himself, on his whole body, so that when he's doing his entrance, he doesn't get burned during the pyros. We then see uh, a picture of him hugging Triple H before WrestleMania, and he enjoyed walking to the ring at WrestleMania 33, and he felt very happy. And then after losing at WrestleMania, he didn't know how, how to act, because he normally doesn't lose like that, so he didn't really know how to act. He did feel cleansed. He says he's still green. He's still, he's starting in his 30s and he's still learning. And pretty much that's how the, the episode ends. He shakes Austin's hand. This is a good episode as it is a big deep dive into Goldberg and his career. However, you do learn, you do learn that Goldberg was a huge football person before breaking into the sport. So I guess with that, take it as you will. So that is our Broken Skull Sessions episode recap with Goldberg. Our next episode will be dropping soon, and it will be on the Big Red Machine, Kane. Stone Cold Steve Lawson will be interviewing Kane, and will be giving you that recap. Be sure to check on the archives, the interview with the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and The Undertaker. Thank you for checking in to the Broken Skull Sessions. Goldberg, this is Ant from the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. Be safe. See you soon. Bye.